0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important
1: issues. Jesus, guns and babies. What do these three things have have in common? They're all important topics that Dr. Candace Taylor talks about on her podcast. She's a former candidate for governor of Georgia. We're gonna interview her right now We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we interview a new friend of the program, Candace Taylor has her PhD and was until recently a candidate for governor of Georgia, the state in the South that has been going back and forth with all kinds of issues in the news. Uh, But welcome to the program, Candace Taylor, via Skype near Savannah, Georgia. How are you today?
2: I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, thank you. I I was excited to see you when I met you in person at the Springfield, Missouri Moment of Truth Summit with Mike Lindell. And you are just a a bright and shining candidate who was until recently running for governor of Georgia. Uh, Why did you do that? Well, I did that
2: because God told me run. He didn't say I was going to win. But he told me to run, and he said that he wanted morality over money. And so that's what I did. I ran across the state. I went to all 159 counties. Georgia has a lot of counties, multiple times some of them, just talking about the Lord, talking about President Trump's win that was stolen, and just hearing from the people and what they wanted. And that's something that's not done much. Politicians come and sell a bunch of things they're going to do, and they don't really listen to the people. And the people are sick of that. They want real. And so that's what I gave them was a choice that won't be bought.
1: So your audio cut out, but I think you said God told you to run or you felt led by God. Uh, talk about your relationship with Christ.
2: Well, I was saved as a young girl, about eight years old. And I have just matured in God as I have, you know, gotten older, especially having children of my own really, if you have children of your own and you've gone through the miracle of pregnancy, it's kind of hard to deny that he exists. And I became spirit-filled, I think, when my yeah my my middle child was one, And just really, the word of God became came alive for me. And I have just been seeking after him and listening to his voice and trying to do his will. And that's what we're here for, to advance his kingdom.
1: Now, you mentioned your own three children and the great Miracle of Pregnancy. But one of the issues on which you ran was pro-life. In fact, that's part of your podcast is Jesus, Guns, and Babies. We're gonna set aside guns for a second, but talk about the babies. Why is that part of your platform?
2: Oh, I'm very pro-life. You know, Jesus came to give life, and we have to protect life at all ages, from conception all the way until until death. And so there's issues, you know, of course, with nursing homes and and, and suicide assistance that's totally demonic and evil, but there's also huge, massive numbers of, of infants that are ripped from their mother's wounds that are done in the, in the convenience of people and not even a thought to their life or their own rights they have as individuals. And so we have to get away from that. It's been just a a massacre in our country for years and years and years. And thank the Lord for Roe versus Wade being overturned. But in Georgia, they haven't came and solidified that. So people are still having abortions every single day. And we have to stop murdering the unborn.
1: So... The title of your show, Jesus, Guns, and Babies, it's it's a little bit shocking and, and probably intentionally so, but uh, if you're for Jesus and you're for babies and you're against the the violence that is in abortion and, and I'm pro-life, you're pro-life, we're against violence. How do you factor guns into that? Isn't that kind of pro-violence?
2: Well, the word of God says that it's better to sell your coat and have a sword. And you know, you're supposed to protect yourself. And so I'm gonna protect babies. And if you have to protect them with a gun, you protect them with a gun, right? And we'll protect my personal children with a gun if someone comes at them. So Jesus, Guns, and Babies was not thought out as a campaign slogan. I was actually giving a speech, and I had a limited amount of time, like five minutes. And I just said, I believe in everything you believe in. I believe in Jesus, Guns, and Babies. And, you know, our First Amendment right is our right to worship Jesus freely. And our Second Amendment right is our right to protect ourselves. And then we have the right to life and right to pursue happiness. And so I think those three things are the foundation of conservatism in our country. And I know in Georgia, in the Bible Belt, all three of those things are what bears witness with the majority of Georgia.
1: And that message, although it makes sense to me, um, you know, it's kind of pilloried by the mainstream. They don't wanna associate too much with Jesus or too much with pro-life or too much with the second amendment. Uh, did you see a divide even within the Republican Party compared to your opponent, the incumbent governor of Georgia?
2: Absolutely not. I mean, maybe with some Republican, Republican establishment people, but the people of Georgia, the people that were coming to the Republican meetings and, and to the events, they were right on board. They wore Jesus guns and baby shirts all over the state They still wear them. And they believe in everything that I believe in. And, you know... We protect the Second Amendment as much as we protect our right to worship or the right to protect babies. And so, you know, we have to get away from being politically correct. That is what has destroyed our country. We have to be louder than the others, the ones that want to destroy America, the ones that want to take our freedom. They want to kill our babies. They want to destroy the dollar. They don't care about our freedom at all. They want to be communists. They want to destroy America, and we have to be louder than them. Our downfall was when we decided to be politically correct and be quieter and not offend anybody. Jesus didn't worry about offending people. He told the truth, no matter if they liked it or not.
1: Amen, Jesus was pro-Second Amendment in the sense that he told his disciples to sell their coat and buy a sword. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about the recent primary election in Georgia and uh, who's probably going to be the next governor or senator there?
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more P I J N news.
3: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pill that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs, regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard my pillow now only 1988 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to mypillar.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long. So order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is
0: Dr.
1: Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Candace Taylor, who did run for governor of Georgia. Uh, Candace, you came up short in the primary, but describe the process. Do you feel like it was a fair and transparent election?
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We have more affidavits in some precincts than we have votes. We have hundreds of voters who are not even listed from the Secretary of State that they even voted, but they've signed affidavits, which is a sworn statement legally that they voted for me and they're not on the list that they even voted at all. So their vote did not count as far as we know from the Secretary of State's office. So we have a lot of issues in the election. We demanded a paper hand count, which they have refused to do, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, because we all know whenever we win things, especially men, they want to show Bounty. They want to show the trophy of the rack of a deer or whatever it is they did. So if there's nothing to hide and they truly won and Governor Kent won with seventy-four percent, I feel confident he would have no problem in us counting the paper. But yet they have, they've refused to let us do that. But at the same time, even though we know the election was stolen again, We or we don't know if it was stolen. We know there were major issues, and they've not let us count it. Even though we know those things, we know that we have to go and vote Republican. We have to. We have Stacey Abrams running for governor of Georgia. She's pushing transgenderism, and she's pushing Medicaid for everybody, which is going to totally bankrupt Georgia. We have the biggest surplus right now in our state economically that we've had, and we have to protect that. And so we're going to go vote red, whether they do whatever they do their magic they do behind the screen we're going to go vote you know people say well we shouldn't vote if the the election's not fair when you stop voting they quit having elections they say okay well we have them now they you know they've given up on elections they know that they'll just go along with whatever we do no we're going to take our elections back and until we get that process figured out we show up to vote bigger than we ever have And we push back and we say, this is our country. We're a bottom up government. We're gonna take our elections back and we're gonna vote and you're gonna hear us loud.
1: Amen to that. Uh, We should never, never boycott the election. We always have to vote. In fact, bring your neighbors, bring your church friend, get get a church bus, do everything you can to overwhelm the, the cheaters, and and maybe we get in there, if we had the power, we'd be able to investigate properly and restore in election integrity, which was one of your main issues when you ran. Uh, my friend Jody Heiss ran for Secretary of State of Georgia. Uh, he was up against an incumbent establishment uh, person who, who was allegedly in the tank against Trump. Raffensperger is now re- reelected or will be uh, as the Republican nominee for Secretary of State. Uh, Talk about your opponent. Uh, You were in against, is it uh, uh, Governor Kemp
2: yeah, I love Jody Heiss, too. Congressman Heiss is a great man. Love him. Absolutely won. There's no doubt in my mind he was polling way higher than Raffensperger. You can't make it up. It doesn't make any sense. And Jody and I have had conversations about it. He didn't want to, you know, get in the middle of all this election stuff. And he knew, he saw what happened with President Trump and how that worked out for him. And he just, you know, Jody's a good Christian man. And so I think, you know, he knew there were some things that didn't seem right, but he just didn't go after it and fight like I did after but I just know I'm a normal person I'm a public school educator and if I don't go fight and push back the people won't be heard and I know the Lord told me to run and he loves Georgia he loves America He God wants us to be free this country is founded on him. He is the foundation of the preamble of the Georgia Constitution, almighty God. And so if we don't fight for justice and fairness, and if we don't have fair legal elections, we have no freedom. We lose our country. So, yes, I ran against Brian Kemp and, and David Perdue, former Senator Perdue, which I believe he won that election in the 2020 to begin with. So I ran against both of them. They were both very kind to me. I have no nothing personally to say. I just have a lot of issues with Governor Kent and how China has really came into Georgia, bought up a bunch of land, have a lot of business connections, a lot of things that I don't agree with, including this um, – the. University of Georgia systems, the college that are pushing forward this Trojan horse agenda, Luciferian thought, communist agenda into our into our University of Georgia systems. And he has allowed that to happen since 2019. It's very liberal ideology. So I have concerns about that. A lot of concerns. That's why I ran. But Like I said, the transgenderism push from Stacey Abrams and the Medicaid for everybody and the amount of money that she's going to spend, she's the worst possible thing that could ever happen to the state of Georgia. So we will not be voting blue. We will be voting red.
1: Amen to that. It's it's important. And by the way, uh, we do not endorse or oppose any political party on this program. We're a nonprofit, but we we offer equal time to the Democrats. Even Stacey Abrams, if she wants to come on this show and explain why she is pro-abortion, we would love to have that discussion. Um, I, I do want to ask, though, your personal faith seems to be at the center of your politics. Is there is there a point where you know? you're trying to merge church and state, or, or or, is this different than that?
2: Yeah, I think that it's not merged, it's one and the same. You know, people believe the lie that our founding fathers were the separation of church and state, and that's a complete lie. It's not true, it's not in the constitution, the, con- the church runs the state. The church as in the people, we are the church. The church is a business, has nothing to do with the state, has no control there. That's why our founding fathers came away from that. Church run government, they hated it. But we are the church, the people. We the people run the state, it's our government. And the state should never have any control over our churches. But you can't separate the two and you can't say that we're not a Christian nation and we can't talk about Jesus and we can't talk about God because then we have to talk about Muslim and Buddhist and all this. No, when we read the Constitution, it is clear almighty God is the foundation of our Constitution in Georgia and many other states have almighty God written in there unless they've taken him out, which is terrible for them because he is how we have a country that is why we have a nation and so i hate that lie it's been perpetuated the left uses it a whole lot to justify and say you can't say that you can't say that i absolutely will say that it is in our founding document is why we have america and we have had thousands upon thousands of people who have died for this freedom even when they shouldn't have unjustly to be free, for us to be free. And for us just to throw it away is complete idiocracy and carelessness.
1: Wow. Uh, You don't pull any punches. I like that. You got a little fight in you. uh, And we need to stand up for Christ, right? I see it this way, that Christ is the head of the church, of course, but Christ is also the head of the state. And when the state is... is, um, listening to the people and the people vote, however, whatever values the people actually hold, then the church who who votes for Jesus essentially will put Christians in power and they can also run for public office just like you did. Let's take a short break, when we come back, I'm gonna ask Candace about the Georgia Senate race. Giving you a
0: megaphone in Washington, DC. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important
1: online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe v. Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now.
0: Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now.
1: We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money, this is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the secretary of defense office. He is Lloyd Austin and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case by case basis. Then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the secretary of defense office and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the secretary of defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866 God. press option three, take action today.
0: defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps joined again by Candace Taylor, who is got a popular uh, podcast. Candace, how can people find your content?
2: Jesus Guns and Babies. I'm hosting a new show. It's on Stu Peters Network and it's also on my Rumble channel. You can go to CandiceTaylor.com and you can find all of my social media. It is on Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would love for y'all to tune in. It's a it's a great show. We're interviewing patriots all over the country, and some of them even vote vote blue, but they love the country. So I I interview them. We talk about different issues, and it's been it's been awesome awesome experience.
1: CandiceTaylor.com is on your screen. I'll spell that, K-A-N-D-I-S-S-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com to join her podcast and find her content. Uh, Candice, I'm noticing now uh, two important things. Number one, the Georgia Bulldogs are number one in the polls, they just surpassed Alabama to take over the college football rankings, but it's early in the season. Do Football voters in Georgia have a preference for Herschel Walker, who is running for U.S. Senate as a Republican.
2: 1,000% yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Herschel, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, the night of the, the playoffs, the national championship game, I texted Herschel when we won, and I said, well, Herschel... I was born in 1980, the last time we won this national championship, and you were playing. So let's just pray. This is a year of miracles, right? And um, he was he's a gracious, he's an awesome guy. He loves Jesus. He loves Georgia. He loves the country. And he will be an awesome senator. And I look forward to him working in D.C. and representing the state of Georgia and representing every one of us and conservative values.
1: Well, I am concerned about his opponent, Raphael Warnock, is running for reelection, was was elected to a short term there to fill out somebody else's term, but now could get another six years as a radical leftist, pro-socialism, pro-abortion Democrat, although he calls himself a reverend, right? Uh, and he is an ordained minister, uh, he is as far in the tank for the, the LGBT movement, for transgenderism in public schools. Uh, how, how would a person like that call himself a reverend and expect to fool people?
2: I ran for US Senate in 2020 against War- Warnock. He didn't show up for anything. He was not engaged at all. There's no way he won. Absolutely not. I ran against Doug Collins. Doug Collins had the state of Georgia name recognition. He had defended President Trump in the impeachment trials, and the people of Georgia loved him. I had a huge base of support for me, never been running for anything, not knowing anyone. I had still... A lot of supporters then that love me, but I'm telling you, there's no doubt in my mind Doug Collins won that race. We still didn't get an audit there, didn't get a paper count. It's a joke. Reverend Warnock, and I call him Reverend being funny because he's not a reverend by any stretch of the imagination by what the word of God says, but he justifies abortion with scripture. He had Fidel Castro in his church and honored him in the sickness of this man, it is ridiculous, and for him to represent the state of Georgia is horrible. And we're at the Bible Belt. We are conservative. We love Jesus, I'm telling you. And for him to just blaspheme the way he has and, and go to D.C. and act like that represents the state of Georgia, it's a complete lie.
1: Well, I'm sad to hear that. I, I do hope for, obviously, uh, on the issues, you know, we at, at this program stand for pro-Jesus, pro-life, pro pro-family and pro-Israel. Um, do you think Warnock has been against our core issues?
2: Absolutely, against your core issues. He, I'm telling you, he's defended with scripture abortion, murder. He's defended it. And he is also totally embraces transgender transgender ideology and pushing this on our young children. It is mental illness. It is Child abuse should not happen, should not be, you should be arrested for doing this to these children. Most children who are confused about their gender, even when they're in adolescence, and you're talking about a small percentage, less than 10%, 90% of those students, by the time they reach 15 years old, they're not confused anymore. They're back to their original gender. They know who they are. It was just a weird, awkward time for them. But yet we're allowing Primary age children to take hormones and to start making a choice and being a girl or a boy, that's fairy tale land for them. They don't know what they don't understand that. They don't understand the ramifications of that. Your phone over your brain, where you make major life decisions, doesn't fully develop till you're 25 years old. This is ridiculous. It is child abuse. It is mental illness. It has to stop.
1: Candace, I know your personal faith is important to you. Uh, Would you encourage some out out there in our audience who does not know Jesus, and then would you lead us in a word of prayer?
2: Oh, I would love to. Yes, if you don't know Jesus, you're missing out. He has everything for you. He has a plan for your life. It says before you were needed in your mother's womb, he knew you. That means before the rape, before the incest, before the divorce, before the abuse, before the bad decision, before you were told awful things about who you are, he knew you and he created you perfect in his image. And I encourage you to get a Bible and just start reading it. I like to go to Ephesians and to um, Psalms and Proverbs, but Ephesians and Galatians. When I go there, I feel the love of God just surround my heart. I just challenge you to go there and read, and find a healthy minister. Sometimes you find people who are kind of quacky, but find someone that is in a Bible that's Bible based and talk to them about Jesus and let him let them show you him because he will reveal himself to you in a way that will change your life forever. And I'll email me Candace Taylor at gmail.com, I would be happy to talk to you anytime. And I'm sure Dr. Chaps will
1: too. Amen, let's take a moment and pray. Uh, Father in heaven, we pray for the great state of Georgia and we pray for the voters in the Valley of Decision that they will choose Christ. And not just in our politics, set aside the elections or Washington DC, but make Jesus the Lord of our hearts first. And Father, I pray that, uh, and I lead people in a prayer of repentance we turn away from everything we know to be sin. We turn away from evil. We renounce Satan and all his works. But Jesus, we invite you to be the Lord of our hearts. I don't wanna be my own boss anymore. Jesus, I want you to be the boss of my life. Come into us, come into me and fill me with your Holy Spirit and rule me forever, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Our guest has been com is her website. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you can, please donate or call us toll free for prayer at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time. If you're in Colorado or willing to come to Colorado Springs, I wanna buy you a free steak dinner or chicken or salmon. We're having a gala fundraising event on the night before Veterans Day. It's gonna be Thursday, 10 November. Sign up on our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on event or call us right now at 866 Obey God. Press option five. It's a night to honor veterans with Dr. Chaps and three-star General Rod Bishop will be speaking. Please come.